Yvette said that she would not have sex with me while I had the man weaving. I didn't say that I wouldn't. <laughs> I didn't say that I wouldn't. I just said it would be really hard. Yeah. Now, throughout our years of being together, there's been plethora of other <laughs> women's hair. <laughs> it's not other women's hair. Well, whose hair is it? What's well, your hair? You paid for it. Yeah. So, but if I was to pay for her hair, it would be different. <laughs> And I just want to say that there's a huge double standard here. Hello, I'm Mrs. Melanin. And I'm Belief Mel. And we're here with episode 65 of How, How Married, Married Are You? you? My name Belief, this is Yvette, and we've been married nine years. We live in California and we have four, four kids. kids. Relationships are scary and it's very necessary that we share all of our struggles and we ask how, how married, married are you? Every Tuesday and Thursday, Thursday If you're listening, you're in a wedding, wedding party. party. Sometimes it's deep, sometimes it's lighthearted. I don't know what else to say. So it's time to get it started with this chocolate baby story uh-huh. time. Yeah, chocolate baby story time. What up? Chocolate baby story time. And it goes bum 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 bum. Why are you doing that? Chocolate baby. They know it. I know, but you gotta. It's Uh, all right, babe. You know you do you. You're doing a great job, babe. High five. That was good. I don't have my headphones, guys, so it's kind of hard. Anyway, chocolate baby story time. You wanna go? Ugh, my hair looks a mess. I'm sorry, guys. I don't even care right now. It's just on the internet. All right. Forever. (laughs) Forever. For eternity. (laughs) Don't create any memes of me, okay? Unless they're nice ones that say, oh, I don't know. Anyways. Okay, <laughs> okay so my chocolate baby story time. Hey, I thought okay, go ahead. No, go, go ahead. you go. You do you, boo. Uh, my chocolate baby story time is we were, um, so I got we got this new product for Uzi. We've had it for about six months. It's called the Lumi, uh, Lumi by Pamper. It's a diaper monitoring system, um, and it's like a sensor on the diaper. So we were taking pictures for that uh, brand today. And Uzi was just hamming it up in the photos. Like his, <laughs> he was incredibly too handsome. He did this one like superhero pose where he looked like <laughs> he just stole the show. Like he looked you got like he all just, the photos back. No, not all. Yeah, well, we got all them back. I haven't seen them all. Oh, but man. man, he got this one photo where it looks like he just like jumped out of the sky, landed, and said, <laughs> "I'm like I just suck your wife's nipple, and there's nothing you can do." About it. <laughs> Like it just was like so like oh okay calm down buddy <laughs> but hey man oh my goodness stuff there. oh what about you babe um I don't know you guys should watch my stories if you aren't following me on Instagram <laughs> Mrs Melon tell them about Naya and the car seat that's what man. I'm about to do fool. <laughs> that's why I feel bad saying this story because if you will follow me on Instagram you already know but if you don't then maybe you whatever but you should watch my stories because I spend a lot of time with these children and things happen yeah, your stories be bomb anyway um, Anaya man she's just in that stage and I don't know if like cause I know sometimes it feels like I have um, like Glenn will say things like Yvette that's not how it was I was with the kids all the time <laughs> type situation because he stayed home with the boys but i don't remember the boys being as stubborn as she is do you do you yeah yeah evidence okay so there there you have it maybe i just missed the whole childhood but um 
she's just cray cray y'all she like literally wants to do every single thing herself unless it means taking my attention away from uzi mm. i've noticed like if if it's between me helping anaya and me tending to uzi anaya would rather me help her I don't know if you've picked up on that, mm -hmm. but um, yesterday we decided to go to the beach and because it was 77 degrees in California, y'all. And I was like, I am not passing up a beach day. That's normal. But on in winter, it's know, usually we, more we, we, like we, in the 60s. OK, yeah. But I'm just saying like people, this is global people listening to you. <laughs> so they're like, what? <laughs> OK, anyway, um, we were leaving the beach and I literally like. I just opened the van doors, which is nice thing about having the van. You open the van doors, everybody hops in, right? And while they're hopping in and getting buckled in and whatnot, I am putting all this stuff from the beach in the car. I'm buckling Uzi. I'm just doing it all, right? Well, I get everything loaded up. I'm ready to pull off. I go around to Anaya's side to buckle her in or to check to make sure that she's buckled. And she's not. And she insists on doing it herself. And it's just painfully long. And I wanted everybody to feel the pain. <laughs> there are so many people that are like, oh, yeah. my goodness, <laughs> just get it buckled. But her determination is just so adorable, but so annoying at the same time. I don't know. She just took forever. And she at one point was like, mom, please turn off the camera. <laughs> <laughs> so I turned it off, but she wanted a picture that said she had done it. So. <laughs> I was like, oh, girl. Anyways, uh, it's fun. People gave me some really good ideas. They were like, you should just, a lot of people were saying like set a timer or like kind of talk common sense to a two-year-old, which mm -hmm. really doesn't make any sense. But anyway, I can, I try to rationalize with her as much as possible. Those are things that I've tried. But the best advice that I got was from like three people. And I'm telling you, I got so many replies on that story. Three people probably told me just release the slack, like, you know, like give her all the slack before she gets in there. And then when you're ready to pull off, tighten it back up. I was like, that's so smart. Yeah, it's very smart. So if you're a parent out there and you are wondering how to combat a child who is so determined, yeah. that is how you do it. Yeah. But and another person was like, you should just do boot camp like you did with the boys. And I'm like, that might be a good idea. That was a lot, man. <laughs> that was a lot. It was taking the car seats out and all that. Yeah. And then also, like, I always do this, like, hey, first first one that uh, gets mm. the seatbelt buckle gets a high five. <laughs> the boy's like that, but Anaya's like, whatever. But she be, she, she tries, she yeah. All right, so what are we talking about now, babe? <laughs> so today is Tuesday, which is when we take listener questions and we give you our perspective on them. Oh, yeah. And so we have a couple that. Oh, can, um, we talk, can we tell them about what happened on Saturday morning? I don't know. Okay. All right. Never mind. Okay. We have something coming. It's going to be pretty awesome. But it's for months out. Yeah. It's like not until so fall. So it's like, why would we tell them? Get them all excited. I'm excited about it. Okay. Me too. All right. Okay. I'm going to read this email now. All right. Let's get this email popping. Wrong email. Okay. Hey, Glenn and Yvette. By the way, y'all, Glenn's name is spelled with one in. <laughs> one in. in. What is that? Hey. Google. Shh. I feel like somebody in the house talking. <laughs> what is happening right now? Oh, read the email. Okay. 
Hey, Glenn and Yvette, I'd like to say I'd like to stay anonymous and I'm going to try to keep this as less detailed as possible because me and my boyfriend listen to you and a couple of our friends bites nails, takes a deep breath. (laughs) That actually is super sweet. I love reading that. Okay, so me and my boyfriend are both believers in Jesus Christ. We attend church, serve in ministry and have put God first in our lives and relationship. The problem is I am not physically and mentally not attracted to him. He say dumb things. <laughs> he say dumb things? Hold on. I'm so it's, tickled. Where, where, where is it at? I've got to read them words. The problem is, I'm not... What just happened to my mic? The problem is, I'm not physically and mentally not attracted to him. He say dumb things. <laughs> Man, that's a meme if I oh heard it. Oh my goodness. Wow. I can't right now. Oh, I just want to okay. Okay, I got to keep going. We met when we were young and he kept telling me I was the one for him. God told him I was his wife and I'm the type of person that just can't be mean. Oh, and then she no. has the emoticons. <laughs> when I met him, I was not attracted to him at all nothing about him and now years later i am sometimes i sometimes find him attractive (laughs) i wait she does find him attractive sometimes okay i know this sounds crazy and i don't know why i stayed but when you find him attractive when he's like bringing you you food home or something like that Uh, rubbing your feet like oh actually he's cute if he when his when his head is down and he's looking at my feet he's actually kind of attractive I know um, this sounds crazy and I don't know why I stayed years, but years of not being able to be mean and just say, no, I don't like you. I didn't hear God. (laughs) Sorry. I don't want to laugh. Oh my goodness. Now here I am. I blinked and now it's years later and we're talking about marriage. Oh girl. And I'm stuck thinking about one guy in particular that has been crushing on me and still is since the day I've met him. You know what's sad? The saddest. Let me just interrupt you. The saddest thing about this email. How many other men are like me and my girlfriend listen to this podcast together? (laughs) Is she talking about me? Been there. I've been I've been the ugly dude. Not attracted to you. You Attracted to me at first. That's a Glenn Henry type beat. All right. Keep going. I've always been attracted to you. No. You just weren't my type. All right. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lanta. I feel your pain, anonymous man. <laughs> Hopefully he's not listening. Oh, God. Um. Now I'm stuck. Okay, I got to start over. And I'm stuck thinking about one guy in particular that has been crushing on me and still is since the day I've met him. He is absolutely, from the outside, my type, and hearing him speak intrigues me, and I love his wisdom and eloquence. All of that. He is still single. And before you think, why is he still single? Maybe there's something wrong with him. His friends are my friends and we are in the same circle. He is a great guy from a great family, just patiently waiting for the girl he's supposed to be with. And I don't know if it's my emotions or God saying this is the one for you. (laughs) Me and my current boyfriend have been together forever. And every time we make plans to get married, it just doesn't work out financially for us. His family loves me, but my mom is not too fond of him. Heck, my whole family don't <laughs> like him. Dang. Girl, do I risk all of the years with my boyfriend full of genuine 
full of a genuine love, I truly do care for him and just not romantically sometimes. And growing together and becoming best friends for a guy that I feel in my gut that God or my emotions, I don't know which one at this point, is saying, this is your guy. I feel so mean, but also relieved to finally say this after years of holding this in. Oh, my Lord. I feel like I'll just be in disobedience if I marry my boyfriend and just live an unsatisfied life. Keep praying, God, if wait, I keep praying, God, if this ain't it, let this not work. Let him not propose. Let us not get married. Sigh. Please help me. Lord Jesus, girl, you do need some help. Okay, okay. I, I don't even know how to start because the grass is not always greener on the other side. That is just the like main thing that I have to say. The grass ain't green on the side she on. The grass <laughs> ugly. The grass got moles. It got what are them gophers? Are they moles? I was gophers. About to say they got gophers. gophers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They got a patch over here, patch over there. It's not even green. She watering it. <laughs> she's she, not watering it. She though. is watering it. She, like, she's watering? the best. She got years established. I really want to know how many years we're talking. I want to know. Uh, I got to I want to see the fella. You know what I'm saying? I'm kind of like Babe. Right, yeah. personally, me. You know what I'm saying? I would go ahead and Instagram, dude. Say, hey, because <laughs> uh, we know he follows us. So <laughs> it's just about swiping down and just oh, seeing who no. fit the description, Lord. Oh man. Um so babe, I need you to talk on this because I want to throw up and I just know like I want to throw up like talk a lot. You know oh. what I'm saying? And so I just know that I'm going to overwhelm myself if I just spill out. So go ahead. I really do believe that Hold on. Your mic is out? My is mic is being weird. Okay. I really do believe that this is one of those things that you personally need to hear from the Lord. Whenever someone says, I heard from the Lord such and such and tells you about your life, the Lord will find a way to give you confirmation. Like if that is the case, if the Lord really did go to that person, then I believe that the Lord will also come to you and reveal his truth to you directly. Um, I think it's really important to be attracted to your spouse what is wrong with you? It's so much, babe. It is so much. I think it's really important for you to be attracted to your spouse. I don't think that, um, like, even if he's not, phys like, she said, that's my problem. Like, that's my concern. She said that she's not physically or mentally con uh, attracted to him and that he say, say dumb, dumb things. <laughs> <laughs> he say dumb things. And that's important. Like, if his mind does not attract you, like, you're not attracted to that either, then I'm concerned. I think you might need to just go the other way and not necessarily leave him for another guy. But leave him for the one that the Lord has for you. Well, and listen. if it just so happens to be that guy, then be that guy. Well, listen. But she's I'm not saying, trying to break up any happy homes here. No, you're not breaking up a happy home. She's not happy. Mm, she's happy. Hmm? Well, she said she feels stuck. Man, nobody want to mm, feel stuck. Nobody want to feel and stuck. And I, if I'm on the other end of your stuckness, I don't want you to feel stuck in a relationship with me. All right, okay, okay. Let's just talk about this straight up and down. This is a setup. How is this a sign? God told me you're my wife. Yeah, that Excuse right there. me, sir. Mm -hmm. You know how many dudes I've been in Bible study with who said that about women <laughs> they're not with? <laughs> and we all know who you're talking about. No, I'm oh, talking okay. about multiple men. Okay, I thought you were talking no, about No, no. Oh, <laughs> yes. Listen, I'm saying like this. 
that is a setup, man. Like, God speak to you too. Mm-hmm. It should have been confirmed for both of y'all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I think that this is a setup. Not, not on purpose. I really do think he probably knows all the things that you know about him. You know what I'm saying? And he's probably a sweet guy, a nice guy, but he can't. He, he, he. I just don't think you should suffer. You know Ooh, what I'm saying? Suffer. This is this is suffering. This is being. Mm-hmm. You know, I know a lot of people too who are just too nice to say no. Mm-hmm. And those are my friends I root for the most. Mm. And I'm like, yo, protect yourself, protect your life. You know, have some type of like authority over the situation. Um, and so I, I almost feel like she's being taken advantage of. Uh, she's being, she's allowing herself to be taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and another thing that's kind of hidden underneath the surface Mm-mm. is she's talking about leaving him for the homie. Yeah. <laughs> because they're in the same circle. Mm-hmm. He know. Mm. And the dude crushing on it and just giving her that look, and you know, what I'm saying in the middle of the, of the bonfire or whatever they had, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They had macaroni grill. He like, look, ask me to saw real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then he holds her hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just, you know, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It gets weird. You know what I mean? Hey, you want my bread? You know what I mean? Like, nah. This is the homie. So this is gonna be icky. You know, but. Uh, I would, I would, I would urge this young lady to not be nice. I mean, if he proposes to you and you do not want him to be your husband, I mean, it, don't even try. I, I say just call it quits. I mean, it seems like That's they. Wait a minute. Didn't she say they tried to go toward marriage? Yeah, but they couldn't afford it. And then she said her family don't like him. I mean, I mean, your family not like. Like him, that's not that big of a that's deal. That's not a big of a deal, yeah. But if you, but if he proposed and you like, you know what I'm saying? Like you scrunch up your face and you kind of like, ah, you know, like there's some real situations happening behind the scenes where, you know, if he, if he's, if he's unattractive but he's super intelligent, you know. Sorry, I'm not. Thank you, you need to speak more than Mike. Um, my also my mic is a little bit low, so I'll turn it up a little bit. You sound much better right there. Um, so if you're not attracted to him physically and he's like intelligent and he pushes mm-hmm. you and he he adds value to you as a woman and mm-hmm. he encourages you and all those things then that may balance out but only you can make that you know only you can look that look at that scale um but if he don't do none of that and you he's just a sweetheart ah man that's going to be rough you know you're going to be having grandkids looking at that dude <laughs> like man I hate this guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I really think you should protect your life and, and definitely move. Protect your life and keep your network popping. Yeah. If you watch Belief in Fatherhood, that is a slogan. Yeah. So I, I definitely think you should protect your life and just move forward with just, you know, other options. I don't know if this this other guy is the move. I don't know he's the wave. Uh, but I would hate I would feel grossly like sad Mm -hmm. if we were together and you were crushing on the homie. Mm. Oh my gosh. Mm. That's some stuff you dream about. You fight in the shower. You have big arguments. (laughs) (laughs) You wake up uh, upset, mad. You know what I mean? Like those are the type of nightmares you just don't get over. And it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. So I almost say you like, you can't even give it that dude. 
Because he's the homie. Mm. I hold on, hold on. So you would date. <laughs> so say say things ain't work out between one of us, but you had an eye on another guy in the crew. You would be like, hey, what's up? I wouldn't be like, hey, what's up? I'd wait for him to come to me, and then I'd be like, hey. And I'm sitting there like. <laughs> and then I'd be like. Who God has for you is for you, baby. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't know about that. That's like you could make that move. Yeah, you uh, could. You? Yeah, no. I'm a people pleaser. But you wouldn't stay in a relationship with no person you were attracted with. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. I wouldn't. I would not. My recommendation is to break up with this fella, and because right now what you're doing is you're kind of being selfish. Because you don't want to be mean and um, hurt this person's feelings. There you go. You are actually not doing them any service. Like, I don't know. Because eventually you're going to not marry this guy if there's no attraction. Does that make sense? So I just feel like you have to consider him more and let him go. Let yourself go. Whatever. Um, And then as far as the other guy is concerned, I don't know. Did we miss anything on this? I don't think we did. Hey, and look, man, if you if, <laughs> if you figured in, it out, if you figured out who would you're in, in this circle, you know what I'm saying? You're like, oh my gosh, you know, and just just mind your business. You know what I'm saying? Let this person <laughs> deal with it on their own. Like, don't please don't make this any worse than it has to be. This is already awkward. Unless you're her girlfriend, which I hope she has talked to you about this. But if you're she her be like, girlfriend, so I was listening to the podcast the other day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, I right, I, I want to bring up something different before. Are we, you got another topic? I have another email, but go ahead. All right. So, all right, guys. So I was going to do it, guys. I was gonna do it. I was going to, yeah. So I was gonna do it. So I was gonna get this, um, prank the kids and get a man weave, because the kids never seen me with hair. So I was growing my hair out. It was just gross. Like, excuse me. No, it wasn't gross. I'm gonna mute you so you don't say anything you were gonna regret. <laughs> so I was growing, growing it out, and like basically you can see all the dead spots in my head. You know what I'm saying? You can see, like, basically, I I got the the George Jefferson going on. You know what I'm saying? Big time. And so I was growing it out because I was going to get a man weave as a joke, not as a serious thing. Um, and I set the appointment. I was going to get it done. And Yvette said that she would not have sex with me while I had the man weave in. I didn't say that I wouldn't. <laughs> I didn't say that I wouldn't. I just said it would be really hard. Yeah. Now. Throughout our years of being together, there's been plethora of other <laughs> women's hair. It's not other women's hair. Well, whose hair is it? What's your hair? You paid for it. Yeah. So, but if I was to pay for her hair, it would be different. <laughs> and I just want to say that there's a huge double standard here. So the thing is about the man weave that you got to have it in for two weeks. So whenever I do do it, if I do it, just as a prank, as a funny like little YouTube video, then I would be going two, two weeks <laughs> With very awkward sex. <laughs> very awkward. Okay. I just want to say, like, so, you know, I don't feel like... Because that's... one of my favorite things is, you know, to rub your head. It yeah. just feels so smooth and... Yeah. So, so to, if like, I have hair, all of a sudden feel hair on that head, it's just like, whoa, buddy. So sometimes, you know, your hair gets super long with the with the braids. 
I thought you liked my. my I do, but I'm just saying, like it's it's. I mean, like I'd rather have your hair. Mm-hmm. So are we making? Is this a standard? Or is this a Ooh, double standard? Like you would give up sex if I had. <laughs> no, I'm not saying I'm giving it up. I'm just saying, like, so, like, okay, so say if I really like the man weave, can I continue to get it? Oh my goodness, <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't even consider that being a thing. No. Yeah, but what if I? What if I really like it? Really boosted my confidence. Really, what? Are you thinking that's a thing? That's a possibility? I, I know that it is a thing. and it's possible. Mm. Like for mm-hmm. me to wear and be like, oh my gosh, actually. Nah, bro. No. Wow. Okay, cool. Sorry. All right. Well, I'm cool with it. All right, let's read the next one. Good day, Glenn and Yvette. I am fairly new member of the wedding party. Welcome. Welcome to the wedding party. I love the content you all have created, but even more so, I am excited about the community you all are cultivating as a result of the content. I have a question. Recently, my husband and I have decided that our current church home no longer fits our family's needs. This was a tough decision as we have been members of the current church for almost 15 years. That's Mm. a long time. Yeah. My husband was called to preach many years ago, and he currently serves as one of the associate ministers. We have three children ranging in age from toddler to teenager. To complicate matters further, my husband and I are looking for different things in a church. How did you decide which church to join? How long did it take to make the transition? I appreciate any advice you could give. Thanks. Yeah, this is one of the biggest arguments we had when we first decided that we were like going to move forward big time. Um, You know, Yvette wanted like... I don't know what you wanted in a church. I just I grew up in a black Baptist church, so you had, um, you had people who looked a lot like you in the church, and you had, you had choir, and you just had that like Southern Baptist feel, you know, like very intimate church setting. And Glenn, describe your church. Did I grow up in? No. Oh my! The church I attended. You were attending. Oh. Uh, I was attending at the time um, the white church, uh, acoustic music, and a lot of white people and my friends. Mm-hmm. And that's not my problem with the church. My problem with the church is more the the. It wasn't the people. It was the culture. Is okay. that the, is that what I'm trying to say? It was the um, the worship style. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta be careful because we're currently attending that church. No, but you didn't like the worship style. I didn't. Your whole preference has changed. Mm-mm. Right and now, you know- she's like, "Hey, uh, hey, Google, can you play Will Reagan? I set a fire down in my soul." <laughs> like, what happened to the gospel stuff? I actually like the gospel stuff. You don't play that at all no more. I do play that. I haven't heard no you Kirk don't Franklin. Be home. I have. Come on. Whenever <laughs> I'm in the no, house, you're playing. The soul, like Jesus culture, like okay Bethel type stuff. Yes, that is true. Often I do play that more now than I play gospel, but that's only because the new gospel, uh, I don't even want to get in. That's a whole other conversation. Well, I mean, they still got the old gospel, the same music that's still out true. there. That's I ain't heard no true. Kirk Franklin, no Fred Hammond, no. And I remember when we first got together, this was the sweetest thing ever. 
ever. She made me a mixtape. And I had, it was an actual tape, a cassette tape. Because <laughs> his car only had a cassette tape. And she made player. me a cassette tape of all, because I didn't really grow up in church like that. Mm-hmm. And she made me all the jams. Mm-hmm. I still got that tape too. You know what, babe? You just convicted me because I'm over here talking about K-How and how she don't know about all these songs. But I want my children to know about all those old gospel songs. Yeah, you, you tainting them. I am. I, wait, what? Tainting. No. All music is good music. We are getting off topic here. All music is good music. No, I mean, it's no, not. no, 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 no. I mean. <laughs> anyway, I think that, I think this is difficult. Because, this is. Because it's not that either of you are wrong or right. Mm-hmm. It's just that you have different preferences. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you guys probably should go back to um, family mission and understand mm-hmm. like what your essential things are, mm-hmm. what things you value as a people. Not so much where you're going to plug back into and serve or where you're going to, uh, you know, find friends or where you're going to spend most of your time. But what you need is a family in this season. Um, And hopefully that can kind of give you a little bit more direction because. I mean, let's think about the possible things they're talking about. You know what I mean? Like, what are the different things they can want in a church? Children's ministry. Children's ministry. If they have children ranging from toddler to teenager, they probably want their teenager to be plugged into a good community of um, young people. They probably want um, a a child care at all. (laughs) He probably wants a place where he can minister, like use his preaching gifts um she probably wants a place where she feels like she can connect with the women there mm-hmm. and create a community um they could be talking about worship styles if they it sounds like they kind of come from different a Bro. similar background as me associate ministers who calls them associate ministers besides i don't even know what they is yeah like at our church they don't call them associate ministers right. they call them senior pastors and whatnot so i'm assuming they go to some kind of Black Baptist Church. I don't know. Yeah, and it to me, like I think that, I mean, the, it, it, whatever the differences are, it's what I'm hearing here is that it's impossible to find them both in one church. Mm-hmm. So they're looking for two different types of churches, mm-hmm. and I don't know. And I think for me, like how I got over it, we went to a couple of different churches to check them out. And it was rough out there, man. <laughs> Woo, it it really is rough out there. And it's not that. And, you know, what it came down to, I think, was the people at the church that we currently attend, as well as like me. Because for me, the major part of it was worship. Like, I love worship. I love singing. I love all the things. And so um, I came to a point where just in case this is your same story, like if one of you has this, but I came to a point where I no longer was like concerned about the style of the music, but I was just listening to the words. Like I, my heart towards worship changed. Like I realized that it wasn't about me as much as it was about God and that connection. And so, um, I don't know, that helped a lot. I think you just kind of have to get back to like, why do we even need to be in the church and in fellowship with other believers? Mm You know, sometimes like the the decision is kind of made for you because you find things like I would make a, I would make a list of priorities. Mm-hmm. And then once you make that list of priorities, then you say, OK, these are the must have. These are things that we're not going to go for. And so you guys literally just take turns visiting your list of priorities, you know, and see where you guys can kind of fit. It doesn't seem that you guys have found the church yet or you guys know if it exists. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I definitely think that you guys should go to the same church. It might oh, be yes. it might be cool for one of you to do like work in another church. Like if you can take that, if your family can do that, you know, what do you think? What do you mean work in another church? Like we have a friend that does a kids ministry at a different church. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Or like um, they feel called to, you know, mm. preach at this, you know, or whatever. Um, you know, my grandmother for a while tied to two different churches mm-hmm. each Sunday back and forth. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I feel like there is a, there's something that you guys need to really figure out. And I just think the conversation needs to be had without any pride and ego because, you know, the church is great. Um, and that is important, but what's more important is the family you guys are making together and the decisions you guys are making that you guys are, uh, caring for one another in that way. And, and the thing was with Yvette and I, when we made that decision about, what church to go to it wasn't so much that i was unwilling i just wasn't trying to like i was like well we already have something here that's cool you know what i mean like my friends are here and you know some people there so i don't understand you know i think that was the hard part for me was trying to figure out like if it's not broke don't fix don't fix it um but for me to go out and like take that time to look for a church with with yvette i feel like spoke to her you know and was allowing her to be like, all right, man, well, I ain't finna be doing this every Sunday. So we're going <laughs> we to stick to what we know, mm-hmm. you know. And um, that has been the community that we have flourished in, I feel. So anything mm-hmm. else? No, sir. How married are you? I'm so married that I put away that um, spaghetti stuff yesterday. Thank you. We babe. both fell asleep. We were supposed to record a podcast last night, man. We I was so tired. I was like, look, man, I can't do this. I gotta lay down. And Eva was like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> and then she lay down. We both went to sleep. I wasn't laying down, though. I had to nurse Uzi to sleep. So yeah, I was laying with asleep. Uzi, and I was just like, oh. Yeah, she fell asleep. So we basically did that. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how married I am. How married are you, babe? I had one. Dang it. I just want to say the significance of putting that food away. So she left it out. <laughs> she left the food out when she was upstairs, and I came downstairs and put it away. Because I was expecting to come down, back downstairs. And then when I put it away, the next morning she was like, thank you so much for putting it away, babe. You could have put the noodles away, too. <laughs> I was like, you don't even eat leftover noodles, man. I just don't under. I didn't understand. I was like, he, I just... I th- just, it I, was a waste of noodles. I had to make a whole. We had spaghetti for leftovers tonight, and I. Anyways, I love you so much. <laughs> I love you so much is what we say when we want to say I'll kick you in the throat. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I'm so married that yesterday you called me. You're like, "Hey, babe, what time you gonna be home? What you doing? What's happening?" I'm like, I'm at the beach and I don't plan on coming home anytime soon. What do you need? Basically, he needed Uzi to do this brand thing. He's doing like a stories takeover for Pampers. And he needed footage. I was like, oh, man, that's a bummer. (laughs) But he's like, uh, I'm like, so what are you asking me to do? And he basically was asking me to like get content for him to be able to use or whatever. And so at this point, like, you know, I'm at the beach with all four of my kids. And so 
with Uzi sleep and Anaya playing in the sand and the boys kind of doing whatever they're doing, it's kind of easy and chill because Uzi sleep, Anaya's chill, the boys, you know, it's all whatever. And I'm actually able to relax. And so because he needed that, I felt really bad. And so I was like, let me just wake this child up. And so I woke him up to get the content. For I didn't use none of that footage. Either. And you didn't use not a one of it. And today he had somebody come over and take pictures of the child and all the things. That was for a different thing. Mm-hmm. It was. Okay. Yeah. So yesterday I was supposed to finish the thing, but when you sent me the pictures of Uzi, you know, it's like guidelines about the diaper was full. He didn't tell me nothing about the yeah, guidelines. Yeah, I was so sorry. He just was making it seem like it was super urgent and had to happen right then and there. That's how Maggie be making everything seem. That's Maggie's fault. I'm sorry. You're very married. <laughs> and, and that's, that's just, just how, how married, married we are. are.